And how about that? Welcome in to the DNVR Buffs podcast. We are presented by the American Raptors. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com. Get your free ticket for one of their rugby matches or stream all other games on that site. Again, it's AmericanRaptors.com. My name is Jake Schwanitz. This is the DNVR Buffs podcast, and the Buffs have won their first game of the season in a 20-13 game that went to overtime over the Cal Golden Bears. So much to get into. A huge turnaround by your Buffs defense. Mike Sanford, not enough can be said about the job he has done. But before we get into the game, a couple of matters of business will address some of the situations that have folded in the game. Most notably, the Deion Smith injury. We got news from Coach Sanford as soon as he entered uh, the post-game room in his opening statement. Said that Deion Smith was walking around and standing up. Um, he was emotional that he couldn't celebrate with his teammates with the big win. But it seems like Deion Smith is going to be okay. We should get further clarification throughout the week. Keep it tuned here. Keep it locked in on the Twitters at DNBR underscore Buffs and at my Twitter at Jake DNBR to find out all of that news as it unfolds. The other matter of business we need to address is Owen McCown getting, um, I don't even want to say bench because he wasn't benched for JT Shrout. Coach Sanford also saying that JT Shrout was put in the game for McCown because of injury, not performance reasons. McCown actually had a decent game when you look at the stats and look at what he was doing on the field. He took a lot of big shots um, and Sanford says as himself, uh, just being a former quarterback that he could tell Owen took a shot and wasn't really himself after one of them, which is why he made the decision to bring in JT Shrout. Um, and honestly, a great decision too that really saved the game for the Buffs. Not that Owen McCown was playing badly, but if he was too hurt uh, to really lead them down the stretch, it was a great move by Sanford to put in JT Shrout. And JT delivered. Let's start off from the top though, man. What a game to get into here. The Buffs won the toss. They deferred to the second half. So they were starting on defense right away, put right to the test, right out the gate. And the first play of the game, I can't be the only one who said, oh no, after the first play. It was a 12-yard gain by Jaden Ott, the running back for Cal. And it just looked like, here we go again with this run defense. Can they stop anyone? Can they tackle anyone? The answer to that was a resounding yes. After that opening drive, with the big run from Ott, the defense gets to third and 10 on their second drive, or in the second series of that drive. They force a punt. The Buffs get the ball. They open up immediately with a deep shot to Daniel Arias on the first play. Owen throws a great ball. It is dropped by Daniel Arias, a heartbreaking drop. They could have just opened the game 7-0 with an interception and a long touchdown. Wouldn't that have been a swing for the Buffs compared to what we've seen throughout the weeks uh, leading up to this game? Next drive, the Buffs defense is playing tight and aggressive. They force another three and out. Kalen Moore... Big on that drive. He had a pass breakup. I think he had another clutch tackle too. Um, great job by the secondary throughout this game. We'll get to them after we recap. Arias on the next CU drive, another drop. This time was on third down. The Buffs are forced to punt. It's not looking good at this point. I can understand if you're thinking, oh no, here we go again. But things started to turn around. The defense was definitely playing better. Um, interesting Cal offensive game plan to start this one. You... We heard a lot about this Buffs run defense, and with Jaden Ott coming into this game, it seemed like the Golden Bears were going to try and do the same thing that everyone else but Arizona has done to uh, the Buffs, which is run all over them. Well, the defense was playing tight coverage. They were playing tight 
up on the line. A lot of different looks that we saw for them, a lot of different fronts. It all seemed to work. Um, they were passing a lot short and intermediate, uh, Cal was. It wasn't really working in that first quarter, though, for anyone. It was 0-0 at the end of one. Second quarter, the Buffs hold Cal on a fourth and short. It's a turnover on downs. Again, the defense just showing that they are capable of so much more uh, early and often in this game. The Buffs get their first first down on a Deion Smith run in the game. Then Owen throws an interception. Uh, a weird kind of battle back and forth here as Cal gets the ball back. Uh, they throw an interception. That one was brought back on a penalty. Uh, this was intercepted by Nico Reed. The penalty was a face mask. Um, I think, I can't remember who it was on, actually. It doesn't actually say in the game log who it was on, too. So we'll have to go back and diagnose that one. But Cal gets bailed out. Um, they keep the drive alive. They're nearing the red zone. They don't quite break in. They're on the Colorado 30. They are throwing three incomplete passes. Again, just some weird stuff. And he was throwing deep, uh, Plummer was. Um, both balls to Hunter on first and third down on that second series on this drive. We're into deep into the red zone. Both fell incomplete. They have to settle for a long 48-yard field goal. It is wide left, not even close. The Buffs get the ball back, and things start to pick up after that. Owen has a big drive after that missed field goal. He had a first down run for 18 yards on a third and 11. That was huge. The very next play, he finally connects with Daniel Arias on a 41-yard pass. And then as they work their way to the goal line, Owen actually throws a touchdown to Jordan Tyson. Kind of a risky throw that Owen gets away with, uh, but it was a touchdown until it wasn't. It was brought back on a penalty. The penalty on this one was an ineligible receiver downfield called on Van Wells. Colorado would not be denied, though. Anthony Hankerson gets a three-yard run in third and 14. They have to settle for a field goal, but the Buffs take the lead. The Buffs are up to a 3 lead first lead since that TCU game when they went up 3-0 it would eventually lead to their first lead at halftime since that Washington game last year continuing on in the second quarter though Cal would pick up a first down uh, then they would punt it was kind of a a meh into that first half start of the third quarter though the buffs come out they get the uh, ball to start that half it's a solid drive they get two first downs on that drive Sanford decides to go for it on fourth and two. Uh, McCown is sacked and fumbles the ball. He doesn't really have a chance on that play. Cal will then go three and out. CU then goes three and out, trading off uh, some bad offensive play there. And then the Buffs punt the ball on their three and out. It's a nice punt return uh, by Cal. They bring it back. I think it's 26 yards and get themselves into nice field position at the 47, close to midfield. Cal then mounts a drive here. Plummer throws his first touchdown pass of the game. It is 7-3 Cal at this point. The Buffs dug deep, however, though. They went three and out the next drive, and then Cal gets the ball back. They aren't really able to muster anything on that next drive. And then at the end of the third quarter is when JT comes in and leads us to this fourth quarter. Um, There was a couple nice passes on that drive but the biggest pass would be at the very end of the third quarter Jordan Tyson on a trick play finds Lamonius Craig 37 yards down the field Montana Lamonius Craig a huge game from him but we go into the fourth quarter where things would really start to move in the Buffs favor with JT Stroud at quarterback as we begin the fourth quarter I think it's the second play 
of the quarter when Anthony Hankerson runs it in for a touchdown. The Buffs are up at this point. It's 10-7. to Cal gets the ball back on a 1st and 10 from midfield, or I guess the Cal 49-yard line if we want to be technically correct. Plummer throws a pass 24 yards downfield to Kalecki Latu. They get to the Colorado 29-yard line, but Aubrey Smith is able to force the fumble along the sideline. Nico Reed picks it up, and the Buffs take over with great field position at that point, but disaster would strike for the Buffs at that point. It was a nice pass from Shrout to Lamonius Craig. They get a penalty uh, on a personal foul, I think, after the play, which moves the ball close to midfield for the Buffs. But then... JT Shrout throws the ball to Deion Smith, and this is when things got scary. Deion, of course, fumbles the football, but more importantly, he is hurt on the play, not really moving a lot. It looked like he was grabbing that hamstring, as I said, but it turned out to be something much more scary, much more serious. Thankfully, it sounds like Deion's okay. Back to the game, though. Cal gets the ball back. Uh, they start trying to drive. They end up scoring another field goal. They tie it up at 10-10, to and then JT Shrout, a huge drive from him here. He completes passes of 12 and 19 yards to Montana, Montana Lemonius Craig. He also found Daniel Arias for 17 yards to start this drive, actually. The Buffs get all the way down to the Cal 3-yard line when JT tries to throw a ball for Brady Russell. Um, it's incomplete. They have to settle for a field goal. Colorado takes the lead here, 13-10. to 10, And then Cal mounts a final drive of the game, or regulation, I should say, they get very close to the goal line and a huge stand by the CU defense on the goal line. Nico Reed with a big sack on a third and seven, uh, third and goal from the seven, I should say. That forces Cal to settle for a field goal. We're tied at 13-13 and we enter overtime. It wasn't much going for overtime early. It was a five-yard run to start things for the Buffs. Uh, JT Shrout then throws a two-yard pass to Hankerson or a loss of two yards on the pass to Hankerson. Then the very next play, just an amazing throw and catch. JT Shrout to Lamonius Craig in the end zone. Montana Lamonius Craig somehow manages to get a foot down and catch the ball at the same time. Doesn't bobble it while facing contact and going to the ground. It has ruled a touchdown after review. One of the best plays of the buff season so far. Just clutch factor. JT made a great throw. You could argue, yeah, JT maybe should have thrown the ball a little bit earlier, but Montana bails him out with a great catch and all of a sudden the buffs are up 20 to 13 the defense gets on the field and what josh chandler tomato told us in the post game they weren't scoring on that drive he said everyone knew they weren't scoring on that defense and sure enough they delivered the game ends on a fourth and 11 from the colorado or fourth and goal from the 11 yard line for colorado the pass lands incomplete there was a very awesome breakup um on that play i think it was trevor woods Mason Starling is standing in the end zone, wide open, and Plummer throws the ball. It's a little floater. Trevor Woods able to recover and break up the play, really saving the game for the Buffs and locking in their first victory of the season. Wow, what a game that was. Real quick, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. I hope you guys are cracking open a few Breckenridge Brews tonight. I definitely am. In celebration of this win, what a high energy win by the Buffs. Head on over to www.breckbrew.com to find a Broncos Country Pale Ale near you or a Strawberry Sky. I'm drinking a Mountain Beach Sour right now. Uh, find all your favorite Breck Brew 
beers at that beer locator. Again, www.breckbrew.com. Also, shout out to DraftKings. If you were one of the brave people that put money on the Buffs money line, I believe they were plus 500. Well done to you. They were 14 and a half. Sometimes I think I saw 15 uh, also point underdogs for the Buffs in this game. Nonetheless, they win it outright. You can check out all these great deals on DraftKings Sportsbook. Maybe the Buffs get another one. You can find some more money line value down the line for the Buffs. They've got great stepped up same game parlays over at DraftKings. All sorts of promotions and deals going on there. If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code DMVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DMVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Moving on, let's get in the storylines of this game. One, Mike Sanford. My goodness. I mean, there was a lot said about this football team leading into this week. A lot of negativity amongst the fan base. It seems like the football team was actually sort of down uh, morale-wise. They were really beat down because of the way that a lot of these losses went early on. Buffs leadership decides to make the move after the Arizona game. Mike Sanford comes in immediately. All you heard about was the energy uh, that he brought to this program and the competitiveness that he was trying to breed within this team at practice and just every other way that he could possibly think of. It all worked for the Buffs and Mike Sanford. Just hats off to him. Hats off to Gerald Chapman too. His first time calling a football game, Mike Sanford said. Never has called defense in a football game before. Comes in. This this was just unbelievable what this defense did from the start. I mean, we talked about the first play. Yeah, it was kind of like, eh, here we go again. But this defense had held Cal to 35 rushing yards on 22 attempts, a 1.6 yard per carry average. That is absolutely going to help the Buffs out when it comes to that rushing yards against average. It is going to go way down after this week. Hats off to Gerald Chapman and everyone on that defense. Huge games from them. Let's talk about Owen McCown and the offense, though. He actually did not have the best game when you look at it numbers-wise. I thought he was playing pretty well in the field, though. He went 13-21, 104 yards, had that one interception, but completed 62% of his passes. He also added five attempts for 18 yards on the ground. He got hit quite a lot. He was sacked twice. I think that second sack was the one that really hurt him. Uh, guy came right up the middle. I don't know if he was unblocked or not. We got to check the film, which we will definitely be doing at some point. Um, and it was just a gutsy performance from McCown overall. Kept his team in it, made plays when he had to, and kind of just put the cape on him with Superman when he had to, especially that one drive that I talked about where he had that run for thir- or 18 yards on third and 11. There was a the couple nice passes. Ends up hitting Jordan Tyson in the end zone. Unfortunately, it was brought back. But... He did his part. JT Shrout, though, hats off to this guy, man. Comes in the game. And look, I think something that we haven't really talked about too often and something that has to be mentioned when it comes to JT Shrout and Brendan Lewis is that these guys, immediately after they were benched, it could have gone one or two ways. You know, They could have had sour grapes. They could have left the team. They could have joined the transfer portal at that time when both of them were benched. We were still under four games. Darrell hadn't been fired yet. Everything was on the table. These guys choose to stick around, help out the young quarterback in Owen McCown, and stick with this program through all the hard times that they faced. 
So hats off to JT Shroud. Comes in the game, throws eight of 12 completions on 12 attempts, 69 yards, nice. One touchdown catch, 67% completion. Wasn't sacked, didn't add anything on the ground, but was absolutely clutch and was exactly what the Buffs needed when they needed someone to come in relief of Owen McCown. In terms of the ground game, uh, we didn't see Charlie Offerdahl. Uh, we will get some more information when we can on that front. Perhaps it was injury-related. I doubt it was anything to do with falling out of favor or anything of those sorts, as we saw him get a lot of work over the past few weeks leading up to this game. We'll get an update throughout the week, though. But Deion Smith, before he went out of the game, 12 attempts, 48 yards, didn't really have many opportunities in space. There were a couple times where Owen was trying to throw the ball, and he had... Um, Dion coming out of the backfield just on some flare routes, some swings and stuff. And if if Owen's able to hit him in stride, those could have been some big gains. So not the best game or the most explosive game we've seen from Dion Smith. Hopefully he's okay and is able to deliver some more down the road. Anthony Hankerson, though, only 16 attempts, 47 yards. He was actually the leading ball carrier for this team with 16 attempts. 47 yards, couldn't get much going in terms of consistency, but ran tough, ran hard, ran strong especially on the goal line for that touchdown. As a team, the Buffs ran 35 times for 118 yards and one touchdown. at a 3.4 yards per carry average. And then the receiving core. These guys stepped up, especially Montana Lamonius Craig. Huge game for him. Only five catches coming into this game. Comes out with eight receptions, 119 yards, one touchdown. Had the 37-yard catch thrown by Jordan Tyson. Uh, some trick plays coming from Clay Patterson at OC. Mike Sanford shouted him out after the game. Just a tremendous performance by this team. And let's talk about these defensive guys. Josh Chandler Semedo finally delivers and shows what we were all expecting from for him to bring from West Virginia. Nine total tackles on the game. Six solo. One sack. Three and a half tackles for loss. Uh, actually, real quick, I don't think that sack is credited right. I think in the game book, it says it's to Chandler Semedo, but this was actually the Nico Reed sack, I believe. Uh, Terrence Lang had a sack of his own early on. Buffs only had two sacks on the game. They were clean. They played clean football on both sides. Not a lot of mistakes, not a lot of penalties. Guys were in position and ready to make plays on both sides. Um, it was just a clutch performance overall. Trevor Woods played really well. He had eight tackles, had a breakup. Nico Reed played very well. He had the fumble recovery. He had that sack. Huge game from him. These guys made plays in coverage. He should have had an interception too, uh, but that was the one that was called back on penalty. Kalen Moore also had a good game at cornerback. Really, I mean, we, we can go on and on, guys. Terrence Lang, nice game. Naeem Rodman was making some plays in the backfield. Um, who else? Quinn Perry was around. Guy Thomas had a real nice game, I thought, too. Tywin Taylor, he's the guy that had the interception at safety. Um, just some tremendous performances from this defense. Really can't say that enough. Shout out to those guys. For our final break, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. They've been a supporter of DMBR since the very beginning and have had countless fans and our own staff convert to them. They're five minutes away from downtown in Lakewood. Go see Dr. Ben and his team. Get a cleaning, orthodontics treatment, or remove those pesky wisdom teeth. Anything in between, really. Green Mountain Dental. Green Mountain Dental has you covered. Tell the team that DNVR Sports sent you and get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. Or if you mention DNVR Sports and or I should say, you get a free set of bleach trays, a $350 value 
with a new patient cleaning exam and x-rays, they are also hiring full and part-time positions. Check out their website at greenmountaindentalgroup.com today for all of their great offers and to schedule an appointment. Let's get into your guys' thoughts. What a fun game and just you guys deserve it as a fan base. The way you guys have stuck in and really just survived the storm. Uh, it's commendable. I mean, you guys love this team. It's awesome to see. Shout out to the crowd today at the game too. A sellout. No one left at all, of course. It was really packed from start to finish. The crowd, your impact was definitely felt. You guys were loud all game long. You were loud in third down situations, especially around that goal line towards the end of the game. The guys were into it on the sidelines, um, really pumping up the crowd. You guys even were too loud at times when JT came in. Um, and you could see Coach Sanford just on the sideline too, really telling the crowd to shush and be quiet so they could run their plays. Um, something that all comes along with the winning, though. You guys will get back in the groove and figure it out. Let's get into some of your best replies for the game, though. We start off with my guy Silver Buff. Shout out to you, man. He says, Colorado was 0-5. I still put on a buff shirt and found a non-HD laggy stream to watch on my iPad in an airport. Parents weekend aside, the 50K in Folsom got something to keep them around until the admin actually gets their act together. Well said. Shout out to you, Silver Buff. Hope you're having a great day, man. You deserve this. Crack something cold and strong for me, brother. See you, sports girl. She says, these kids... Looked like a football team today. No doubt about that, CU Sports School. They played with a ton of heart. Maybe more than anything, they needed a coach with some energy. Sanford is passionate. Darrell was like an emotionless robot on the sideline and so clearly uninspiring. These kids just desperately needed an infusion of enthusiasm from a head coach. Well said. And yeah, we've already talked about that change in energy that Mike Sanford brought. Well done to him and his staff. Next reply from BJ Hoptner Evans. The program has a long way to go, but happy for this moment of victory. The enthusiasm of the crowd was amazing. Definitely think it had an impact. It absolutely did, BJ. No matter what happens this season, I will still proudly wear my buff gear. Yes, you should. As you should. My guy, West Bank Pete, he comes in and says, didn't even recognize the defense today. That was a bowl caliber defense we saw out there. Good stuff. This is something that Sanford and a lot of the players have talked about. I haven't really reported it just because of the situation and how the season has gone so far. But a lot of the talk in this program has been about turning the page on the first five games and really treating it as a new season. Uh, Colorado, of course, is still bowl eligible if they somehow manage to get the six wins. One down, five to go, of course. But still, it's the dream is alive, and this team actually... I think they believe that they can get there. Whether they can or not will remain to be seen. Back to the replies, though. Van Rogue says, obviously, there is still some talent on the D. Let Nico Reed feed. Yes, Van. Well said, and I agree. Uh, Matthew Hastings says, the pass breakup on second down and overtime was arguably the play of the game. 100%, Matthew. Cal's receiver thought he had the touchdown easy and got it knocked out. Changed the drive after the penalty. 100%. C.W. Malden says, no matter what, today was fun. The team clearly had a new energy, and it's clear they were ready to go with Sanford. I don't know if he's the long-term answer, but if they keep playing like this, he's the right choice to finish out the season. Absolutely. To build on that, uh, at CU Buff Panama, SM says, does Coach Sanford go down as a CU legend even if the rest of the season is average? I say yes. I've never seen 
a team change energy levels to such a uh, to such a degree from one game to the next, which leads me to this reply from Geo underscore Bones. He simply asks, "Did Mike win a job?" And let's talk about that real quick. Obviously, the job that Mike Sanford has done has been absolutely tremendous. I do not think this one win is enough to really get him in the conversation to be the full-time head coach for 2023 and beyond, but it's a great start. And it's something that had to happen if this timeline is to be put into play. Mike Sanford had to win this game. The Buffs had to win this game. They had to, maybe win is strong, but they had to show fight and a turnaround in this game, which is absolutely what they did. We'll see down the line. I think we still need to let the process play out, let the season play out and exactly see how this team, I mean, it's a big week. It's a lot of change that's gone into it, a lot of buildup to this game, but you got another game next week. I think you got to go on the road to Oregon State also. Please don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. I'm not looking at the schedule in front of me, but if that's the case, that's going to be a tough game, man. Oregon State's a tough team. There's tons of tough teams left on this schedule for the Buffs. Obviously, November is going to be a brutal slate. Perhaps if Mike Sanford just wins one of those November games, you really start to talk about having him, excuse me, be the full-time head coach. I think that's going to do it for all the replies. Um, I've spoken a lot, but just some final words on this one, man. Uh, Shout out to you Buffs fans. Honestly, I'm so happy for you guys. I'm happy I finally got to cover my first win, of course, which made it a lot more fun. Um, Just being down there on the field, watching you guys rush the field. And that's something else I want to talk about. You're going to see a lot of this, Buffs fans. You're going to see a lot of people kind of clowning on you guys for rushing the field and being a 1-5 team that beats a Cal team at home. Do not listen to them. You guys know what you have been through this season, what you've been through the past few seasons. Uh, Of course, last season's offseason, probably, I mean, I don't blame you. I don't want to say if you gave up on the team, but if you kind of put your Buffs jerseys and your Buffs merch um, just in the side of your closet after that, But wear it with pride. Be happy and proud to be a CU buff. Be proud of your team. Just what a performance from these guys. Uh, Keep an eye on the site. Lots more to come. There was a basketball scrimmage today too. Uh, I think I briefly mentioned that in last week's shows. Um, But there will be an article out for today's scrimmage just talking about what we saw. There's no official stats um, in terms of points and assists and rebounds and stuff like that. So I don't have any of that information. It was kind of just a feeling out of this team. There is still some good nuggets to come from that. So keep an eye on the site if you're looking for Buffs basketball content. I'm sure we will have much, much more of that as we progress through the weeks here. Uh, Get ready, man. I mean, this is a ride that this team is on right now. Hopefully they can carry this momentum and use this win to really change their season. Wouldn't that be a story and something to get behind for you Buffs fans? We went pretty long on this postgame pod. I mean, it must mean that something went right, as it obviously did for this team. Again, so happy for you guys. Um, Really just happy for this team and these players, these coaches who have been through a lot. You guys really deserve it. Until Monday, um, Monday's podcast is probably going to be a little later, just so you guys know. We will be able to talk to Sanford uh, tomorrow evening, I believe, just on a Zoom press conference, just a final debrief of this game. And then we will have nothing on Monday Um, with that press conference being moved to Sunday, of course. So look out in the middle of the week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, for some more Buffs content as we gear up for the next game. Until then, guys, I'm Jake Schwanitz. Follow me on Twitter at JakeDMVR. Follow the beat at DMVR underscore Buffs. Until Monday, Sco Buffs.